Welcome to Burgess Power Hour. Tonight, today, we're going to be talking about all kinds of things, and this is our first Power Hour with Burge, and I am excited to see how all of this comes together and how spirit flows through tonight. I'm sure that whatever we speak about and talk about and share, everybody is going to be able to relate to. Um, and feel free to comment anytime you like. Um, it's not going to be controlled. I'm just allowing people to say whatever they feel like saying. And hopefully I'll be able to help you guys with the topic, which is this moment is not being attached to the outcome. So a lot of times people get confused, I think, and I just want to kind of hit hit on some thoughts about things that come up for you during the week or your life or your month or your relationship or your money or your career or, or your health or whatever it is and we we all talk about creating goals and we think hey if we create a goal then i've been told i'm supposed to really focus on that goal i've been told that be very specific about writing goals um you know so you can see it and hear it and smell it and use all your emotions around it and use all your senses around your goals so part of what um, I think trips people up sometimes, and it has for me in the past for sure, is so if I'm supposed to be really focused and intending on my goal, and I that which is an outcome, then how do I not be attached to that, to that outcome? Because if I'm really intending it, then isn't that an attachment? So what I've come to learn over the years is that I know that all of you uh, have taken Essence of Being, and I know that some of you have taken all the classes. Um, and there's this piece that's really important to me about that I'm going to just remind us of, which is procession, which is the effect of bodies in motion on other bodies in motion, which is realizing that the goal is not it, that so many of us get caught up in this is the outcome I want, this is the goal that I want. I choose this. And if it doesn't look the way we think or it doesn't come the timing that we think or if it doesn't come uh, the way that we had uh, ordered it up to the universe and said this is the way I want it and it doesn't come that way or when, it, or when we want it, then we get discouraged. And I just want to remind us all about procession, that it isn't the goal. It really isn't about the outcome. It's about the journey toward that outcome. As long as you're adding value along the way, then what your processional effect is will add value as well. So if we want to be attached to something, be attached to the journey, not the outcome. So how that looks in, in my life or how that has looked is, um, you know, you can say these words. You can say, I choose to have a fabulous workshop this weekend, and I am wanting 20 people or more. So now I can say, or something better. And I'm going to enjoy the journey along the way. So it doesn't set me up for disappointment if... If I'm really attached to the journey of it, 
then the outcome of it is not as important because it's really not important anyway. You know, that is not the important part of how we add value in the world. What's important is the journey and the adding value along the way. It keeps us in motion. It keeps us moving. It keeps us going forward. So that's why we create goals, and that's why I think a lot of us get tripped up about um, making that goal and if we don't make it, then we get disappointed or we think something happened, we're wrong, something's wrong, or it's not happening the way it really should be. And what am I doing wrong? Why didn't I create it? Why didn't I manifest it? And then I think people go into shame about it. It's like, you know, or beating yourself up. I know I do. I have in the past. I've certainly beat myself up for saying, hey, I want to create 20 people in a workshop or 100 people or, or I want to make, you know, half a million dollars this year, whatever it is. And if you don't reach your goal, then you can set yourself up for that disappointment. And what I have to stop and do and think about and really relax into is I am moving and I'm really attached to the outcome of how I get there. That's what I'm attached to. I'm attached to the feeling places that I have when I feel like I'm doing my best. Have any of you guys ever experienced that before? I have a comment. And it's Nagela? Dina. No, it's Dina. Dina. Sorry. You know I'm always the first to speak up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, for me, you know, Eric left um, to go to Texas for training for his new job, and they had had said that he was going to be gone for three months, and so I prepared myself for three months, and I actually, I mean, I know this might sound bad, but I got excited about it just because before he left, I did an energy healing, and she said this is going to be a really good time for you because this is going to be a time for you to reflect on yourself and just learn more about yourself So I and gifts that you have and just so on and so forth, so I got excited about that. And so I prepared myself for the three months, and and I was fine with it. And I was learning to stand on my own two feet, and it was great. And it was a great feeling. And so this past weekend, he was just going to fly home on Saturday and then fly back out on Monday to go. Well, they decided to keep him here so he doesn't have to go back. Well, I got angry with that because I felt like I was – being robbed of the time that I was going to be allowed to really learn me and know me and I don't want to cry. Um, so I got angry and upset and and I guess while you're talking about getting attached to the outcome, I got attached <laughs> to three months of being able to be me and learn about me and then it, I feel like it kind of got taken away. So I guess I had learned not to really, I shouldn't have gotten attached because at any moment anything could have changed, which it did. So, and so, you know, so even in t- that, so in that, I guess, for, for all of us to really understand what that means, I mean, for you, Dina, it could definitely be maybe he is part of learning about yourself and definitely being able to go with the flow. I know, I understand that a lot of times we, we get ourselves worked up to this is the way it's going to be and I'm finally okay with it and then it's going to be this way and then the, the rug gets pulled out from underneath of us 
and something else shifts or changes, and it it's we get a, thrown a curveball. Right. <laughs> right. And so we get thrown this curveball, and so now it's like, oh, damn! Now we have to now I have to readjust and figure out why did that happen, or does that mean it, does it make any difference, or can I still have my journey? Can I still be um, in the flow of that uh, goal? which is to take care of myself and learn about myself and have that time with me, can I do that and be with my husband? Can yeah, I do that and, in other words, taking a look at, instead of it being thrown a curveball, then it can be, that maybe that curveball is exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. And you know how we do that in hindsight? We go, you know what, if I, that hadn't happened, then this wouldn't have happened. And if that hadn't happened, then this wouldn't have happened. And But at the time, we think, oh, this is like a huge curveball that I don't want to have to deal with. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, letting go of the attachment of how it looks. So certainly we get attached to it. This is the way I'm going to grow, and this is the way it has to be. And if it's not like that, then it's not happening. Right. Anybody else want to share that, how that looks for them or how that happened with them or anything you want to say to Dina? or? Hey, Bruce, this is Sue. And listening to that with what Dina had just spoken about is I think um, I think she had made plans for herself, but she's also got two kids. And maybe it isn't about but him needing to be there for the children at some capacity. Um, you know, that's sometimes, you know, you get caught up in, like, I want to do it. And then you realize that, gosh, there's other people involved. And, you know, you get your mind set. Because I've been a single parent for a long time. And you go, kind of go a certain way. And then when you're in a relationship, it, it just shifts. You're going, oh, yeah, i got to think of them, too. And so sometimes I think that... Um, you know, the best laid plans, but sometimes it's really not, maybe not, might not be about her at all, but maybe the kids or something, you know. Okay. Okay, but definitely, yeah, having the whole thing about not being attached to the outcome would be, like I said, is, yeah, having time with yourself is might be a goal or having time to spend on yourself. And maybe the reasoning, it's sort of like turning it over to the universe and just saying, you know what, um, maybe this is part of what my learning is here. Maybe there's a gift here I can find in this, you know, there's a pony here somewhere in all of this dog, I mean, pony poop. <laughs> there's got to be a pony here somewhere. Or it wouldn't have be happening. It wouldn't be happening to me unless I was going to get something out of it so maybe that's the way to look at all of these curveballs that we get on our road to our on our journey is looking at it as we don't have maybe all the resources yet to understand why this is happening and maybe what we do is just is trust that it's happening for something good this or something better is going to happen that's why I always like to couch my goals with this or something better. Because sometimes I don't get out of my own way for something better to come if I get really attached to it being a certain way. Does that make sense to everybody or anything you want to comment on? 
total sense, and it's actually working for me right now. <laughs> yeah. So how's it working for you, Rainy? Because um, I'm just letting go, and I'm seeing how things are starting to show up and just trying, like you said, not to be attached to the outcome. still want to focus on what I need to focus on, but just um, just trusting. Just what? Just trusting, learning to trust. Boy, isn't that a big one, too? I think a lot of us forget about that, that the reason why if we get thrown a curveball or if we're on our way to our goal and we're on our journey here, then if it doesn't happen the way we intended, then sometimes maybe we lose faith or we lose the trust in the fact that either, A, we know what we're doing, or, B, the universe is not conspiring uh, for me. It's conspiring against me. And then we start losing some faith and losing trust in the process. And I know we say in the workshop, trust in the process. And that can have a very big impact, those words. Not just the process of the workshop, not just the process of, um, you know, things happening um, in, a, in, a, in a career or relationship, but the process of life. You know, trust in the process that we are given these gifts. We are giving and given these gifts of life to be able to walk through life in a way that is adding value. And and if I keep my goal, if I just keep the goal, the bigger goal, always in the background and always as the overview of everything that I'm doing as I, I'm adding value, then it somehow makes it easier for me to handle things that come along the way that maybe not be what I really want. If I just remember that, oh, that's right, I'm really at the whole goal here is to add value. Maybe the way I'm intending to do it is not the best way to add value right now. I think it is, but maybe it's not. So be willing to be willing to look at these curveballs or these things that come up for us as a letting go of attached to it being a certain way. And I think it makes a lot more peace in our life if we do that. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that it also help it may be leading you somewhere else that's even better than what you thought to begin with. So yeah, if you're not if you don't keep going, I was looking for an apartment and had my heart set on this one. And when I got turned down, I was about to just stop. And I was like, okay, nobody's going to give me an apartment. But instead, I kept going and I kept looking. And I got one that was closer to my job, better price, great school, you know, something better than I even thought I wanted. That's a great, great um, example of how the universe conspires for us, not against us. And that yeah. we think it's going to be, you know, this is what we really want. And when it doesn't happen, sort of like, let's, you know, like this workshop this weekend, it's like I, you know, I really want 20 participants. And, you know, it, so far it's not happening. So I get to look at, okay, the journey of that and what did I, you know, should I be, I know I shouldn't be attached to it, certainly, but so. How do I want to feel about that? Do I want to look at this as um, 
the universe is conspiring for the perfect people to come and and great things come from this that I just can't see yet. Yeah, that makes me feel better. So I think the whole the whole point of letting go of attachment is just to be at peace with whatever is in your life right now. Is being able to let go and turn it over to the universe, turn it over to God, turn it over to something to realize that things are going to come from this that we just don't know yet. We just don't have the way to see down the future yet as easily as we as as perhaps the universe does. Does anybody else want to share about that? Or have any things they want to add? I think, this is Dina again, I think just listening to all of this, it um, it gave me clear, I don't want to cry, I don't know why I'm so emotional. Go ahead, cry, girl. Um, <laughs> um, I'm here to um, cry, Dina, George has an effect on people. I'm such a crybaby. <laughs> Workshopping started today. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, it started last week for me. Um, it it actually just listening, um, I guess because I was so into the angry part, and and I just I guess I felt like maybe because I haven't I'm gonna cry I haven't been feeling like people believe in me. We believe in you, Dina. We love you. I know. Um, Thank you. Um, something that you are feeling but, about that that you don't believe right. in you, right? Right. And and I guess because I was really in a place of just pure happiness and just standing on my own two feet and and I was doing everything by myself, taking care of the kids. It's just and it was great. It was a great feeling and and then I just felt like it kinda got Sweeped away because he came back, which is fine. He's back. That's fine. So is he not? But then it put me. No, he's not. He's not there. He's he's here to stay because they want to open this place sooner than later, which is good. Um, but I guess I just felt like that was just one more thing that made me feel like. All right, well, is the universe not believing that I can do this? Or, I mean, I know it really doesn't have anything to do with me when it's the job that needing to open and whatever, but it, it brought that up for me. Here's the okay. challenge, okay, honey? Here's the challenge for that, I think, is can you, so obviously the belief, you were having, you were questioning your belief about can you do this? So th- that's why you were saying, does the universe not believe I can? And so whenever you ask, whenever you say questions like that, it's always put I in there instead of the universe. Can I not believe I can? Mm-hmm. And so that is what, like you said, that's what's coming up for you is, you know, do I believe that I can do this? I really wanted to prove to myself and to whomever you needed to prove this to that you can do this. So here's the cool thing about it. Can you do this even with him there? I think that was my um, little bit of an epiphany, epiphany earlier. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah, just because he's in your presence and he's doing things and around doesn't mean that you're not uh, owning it and standing on your two feet and being who you are and working on yourself and actually... um, you know, there's nothing saying stopping you from doing that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Absolutely. I mean, you're absolutely right about that, but I don't know why every time, even in my last relationship before him, I, I think I just submerged into the relationship and just forgot about me and same way with him, you know, before we, when, when I met him and I, and I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to forget about me. I'm not going to just be whatever. And then I did it again. And then, you know, he left and I'm like, oh, this is a time for me to take all that, take my power back and all of that. And then, you know, it's just, it's me, it's it's me. Now's the time, now's the time. So (laughs) you got a taste of what it feels like to be okay with that. You got a taste to feel what it feels like to say, okay, I can do this. So now that you have that taste, could it be that the universe provided him back into your life for you to now go, okay, I can do this. And I can shift how I've been in relationship all these times before, so I know mm-hmm. what it feels like, and I do believe in myself, and I got that taste of it. So now I intend to really own it now and be in my power no matter who's with me or not with me. It doesn't matter. I just felt that mm. when you said that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, because that's, that's a powerful position to be in to not allow another human being to either sway you one way or another to think I can or I can't or to be in your power and say uh, I believe in myself now so now I'm going to prove it to me it doesn't matter who's with around me I can stand on my own two feet no matter what are you kidding me if you know I mean Brad my husband wants me to uh, I mean even if he's with me or not with me it's like it that's it that's a non-issue of believing in myself and standing on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. It's a non-issue. It's not. It it doesn't matter if he's with me or not. What matters is what I believe about myself and what I want to what I want to own for myself. That I can do it. Thank you. And Burge, isn't that why she got so angry? Because she was angry at herself? Sure. And angry, happened? sure. angry at herself and the universe. And it's like, wait, wait a minute. I was on this track. I, I was really ready to do this. And now, because he's back, I can't. And so, I just want to add that I think that you, when he came back, <clears throat> he came back because you had already gotten enough of the lesson. You already got enough. You're already strong enough. You keep, you know, you don't realize how strong you already are. You're at a place where you can hold your shape and your power around anybody, and you didn't need any more time. You got just the right amount of perfect time. Well, and now again, I think, like I said, it's a matter of not allowing another human being to affect 
how you believe about yourself. Right. And to prove it to yourself no matter what, whether they're there or not, doesn't really matter. Because you can take on more responsibility and you can take, you can let go of certain things as if he wasn't there. Right. Very cool. Very, very cool. And so, again, I want to remind everybody about my puzzle story that as soon as we get attached to a certain puzzle piece, trying to create a puzzle, um, that I get really attached to a certain piece. It's got to be that way. And so as soon as I let go of looking for that particular piece, it opens up the playing field. It opens up all these other pieces around me I didn't even see for me to say, oh, well, that piece will go over here into this part of the puzzle. And then you go back looking for different pieces. So every time you let go of the attachment of it's got to be this piece, then it opens it up for all these other pieces to come into your life that create what you really want. And ultimately, you want to create your puzzle. But we get attached, it's got to be this way, it's got to be this way, it's got to be this way. And so that, to me, is a perfect uh, example of just letting go of attachment and creating what you want. And again, the part about procession is so important to me, about realizing that if I really want to get attached and focus on something, let me focus on the journey. Let me focus on the value that I'm adding. Because it could be very easy for me to say, wow, you know, I, I, I didn't reach my goal. So if I'm such a great manifester, what's up with that? So then, of course, by just even saying that, it puts me into a space of uh, upset, disappointment, shame, guilt. It doesn't make me feel good. So what I can do is look at the look at the outcome of this and say, "Oh, I'm adding value here, and that's the most important part of this journey is that I'm showing up." And I'm adding value. And that processional effect will come back a thousandfold that I won't even know about. And I know that that's just how the universe works. But I trust that. I just have to remind myself that I trust that. And I have to remind myself that I'm adding value. And remember, if you touch one person's soul and shift something with them, then if you add one, even if it's your children or your parents or your sister or your brother or an ex-lover or your, your co-worker, because you're in their life, you make a difference. And so, again, that's the part I have to keep reminding myself is that I make a difference. And even though I may be attached to it looking a certain way, I, just, I know that I make a difference. And that brings me to a higher vibrational place than feeling shame and guilt and disappointment. And it's all about how I feel. 
So ask, your, ask yourself, how do I feel? How do I feel today? Do I feel empowered? Do I feel loved? Do I feel important? Do I feel trusted? Do I feel forgiving? Do I feel compassionate? You know, what do I feel today? And I'm going to focus on that feeling. How does that sound for everybody? Great. <laughs> so if you're feeling angry, do you still focus on that? <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to go through the feel, well, feelings I mean, and emotions to get through it. Yeah, I mean, I say feel your feelings. Absolutely, you have the right to feel whatever you want to feel. But check your vibration level. So if you're angry, remember what I say in the workshop, you know, that's a higher vibration than a lot of emotion. A lot of like depression and um, despair. That's a higher angry is a higher vibration. You can use anger to motivate you. You can use anger to as a portal for you to move through to a higher vibration. So use it. Damn it! He came home, and I am going to really make this a motivational <laughs> uh, uh, um, effort for me to go ahead and show myself I can do this and it doesn't matter if he's here or not. Right. Thank you for that gift of anger. No, I don't personally like to feel to focus on my anger, no. But I don't push it away. Okay. Somebody else was going to say something a minute ago. Somebody chimed in and I cut him off. Um, this is Diana. For me, going in and out of this attachment thing, for me, feeling centered is really important. So making sure we're doing our spiritual work every single day empowers me to let things go and to and to hold my value because it's so easy to get caught up in the minutia, for lack of a better word, of all that stuff that's going on, and then you can't help but get attached because you feel like you have to put out all these fires or you have to, you're trying to create something. It's not my goal, and you can really get caught up in that until you – Stop yourself and get into that centered space. And as soon as you get into that calm, centered space of I can do this, and you know whether you're meditating or doing whatever you're doing for yourself that keeps you empowered and learning and growing, then I find it's easier for me when I'm in that space to see the signs of the universe. You're almost blind when you're in anger or disbelief or disappointment or all that. You're like blind to the signs of the universe. You know what I mean? Of things that are coming to you that you need to recognize. So I, that for me, that really works. So do you get sense. attached to a certain outcome and then you just let it go when it doesn't happen? It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but but I noticed that when I let it go, when I really do let it go, um, I went through anger or disappointment or whatever, and then when I let it go and just said whatever will be, will be, I trust. And then I just kept doing my work and just kept getting signs in my head, just like messages and, and signs from the universe just of directions to go. Everything started to fall more into place. When I got rid of that anxiety of being attached to the way I wanted it to look and shifted myself out of that with, with, with a, a big let go, yeah. And it comes back around. It's not an easy, it's a daily, you know, like reminder to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's great just to remember that also 
uh, what Rainey said about something greater can come from letting yes. go of the attachment, that yes. it can something that you haven't even thought about. And, you know, I always tell my story about my decision about my Mercedes. And those of you who've forgotten about it, it's my 450 SL teal convertible with a green interior. That's what I was all stuck on. That's what I wanted. I was very focused. I did my affirmations, and I had my vision board, and I had all my pictures up, and I went and drove one and test drove it, and I knew I could, you know. So I was very attached to that outcome because it was proving to me that I could manifest what I wanted, and that's what I was thinking, and that's what I was that's what I taught, you know, that you can do that. And so once I let go of it having to be that particular car, that particular everything, then I opened up a whole other world for me of, oh, well, let me test drive the Lexus. And so I test drove the Lexus, and I realized that I liked it better. I was like, no way. I can't believe I like this better. This is not what I thought. So I had all these other opportunities, and then I realized through all of the all of the growth period that I was in around that, I was around what I decided was I wasn't really wanting the Mercedes. I wanted, I wanted to feel abundant, and that was the goal, was to feel abundant and to feel prosperous. And for me, that was um, the, um, what do you call it? That was the... That was the thing that was going to prove to me that I did it. Mm-hmm. That was my, so, but I forgot. But what happened was in that whole process, I let go of that attachment that it had to be that way. So what I realized, what I was really wanting to be attached to, was the feeling that I was abundant. So can you see how feeling abundant can bring in so much more? then it's got to be a 450 SL teal convertible with a cream interior. I just hung my hat on that, thinking that that was what I was supposed to do. I mean, I was supposed to be very focused and intend my goal and manifest it. But because I let that go just just enough to be able to experience other things, it really opened my eyes to that's not what my goal was at all. My goal was to feel abundant. Driving around in my little tiny car with one headlight and one door that didn't work. That was what I really wanted. Was That was my goal. That's the feeling place I wanted to be. So it, it is a tricky kind of uh, energetic thing that when you say I want to put up my treasure maps, I want to do affirmations, I want to do um, my vision, I'm going to create this and this and this and this and this, and the tricky part is and not be attached to it. <laughs> so, well, I, really I think sometimes it shows up. It shows up to help us get clear on things. Like maybe we're on the path to get a goal, a certain goal, and something comes up, and we think that that's it or we think it's leading us closer to it, when really it may have showed up to help us get clear that maybe that's not exactly the goal that we wanted, or maybe we're a little bit off, or to provide some sort of contrast. At least for me, that's kind of how it's shown up in certain ways. And then I was able to get more clear on what I really wanted. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. I'm I'm trying to process 
um, <laughs> that because for me, if I say so, the, so the words that you used were maybe there was something you said that made me go work. Like for instance, if I'm focusing on something, let's say I'm focusing on a hot guy. I want to get a guy in my life, and somebody shows up, and the guy shows up. And maybe he's really close to what I wanted, but not exactly what I wanted. And I get all excited because I'm thinking, oh, God, this is it. This is the guy. This is the one. And then I get to know him a little bit, and I'm like, wait a minute. I don't really like this, and I don't want that. I do like this, but I don't like that. So now I'm a little bit more clear, and here comes guy number two coming along, you know, who's closer and more of what I'm looking for. So I think sometimes things happen along our journey or our procession that are really helping us get clear on what we want, well, and and I have awesome. to get attached to the outcome so that I don't get stuck on guy number one when really it was leading me to guy number two. Does that and make so sense? That's, that's perfect. That's a perfect analogy. And so the question I get from a lot of people is, so how many, guy, do, how many guys <laughs> do I go through? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there's a point, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I want to know the answer to that one. I'm not attached to the outcome, though. I, it can be guy number eight or ten. <laughs> I, I want to know how many husbands I have to go through. <laughs> well, I think I think what Rainey is saying and is true about certainly we really get clear, don't we, about what works for us and what doesn't. And the 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 cool thing about it all is that we change our minds. You know, it's like sometimes we get so rigid about it's got to be a certain way, and then, again, you let go of the way you think it was supposed to be or that what you thought you wanted, and then you, you're you able to really have a bigger picture. And so yeah. well, that's not exactly what I wanted. It's really not. So, you know, it's a, it's a process. I mean, I wonder if it ever ends. I mean, I wonder if that process of discovery ever ends but what happens is like with a husband or with a partner I think we get we think that because we uh, pick them or that they are in our life that we've got to make it work no matter what hey Even can someone mute there yeah, I'm sorry mute, somebody, somebody sounds like you're in a tunnel there they go thank you so, so when so I think what happens is a lot of us will tend to say it's got to be this guy, and then we get clarity about what we don't like about the person. So then we decide, okay, can we? Here's the here's the thing that Brad and I have to do every day is we say, okay, yes, there are things about him I don't like. Absolutely, there are things about him I do like. Here's the stuff I liked that's on my list that he fits. Okay, so now I have a choice. Do I, if if what I do like outweighs what I don't like, then to me it's worth investigating because here's here's the thing that we've come to is that we can I can get rid of Brad, I can move him on out, but what's going to happen is the same thing is going to show up for me every single time because I know that the whatever I do not heal in my life. With a relationship, it will keep showing up over and over and over and over again with somebody else. It'll just have a different face. 
So I have a choice. Do I just want to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to work through it with this one because I know it's going to keep coming up until I work through it. Say, I don't like this about that person. So what, what, what don't I not like? What part of this is really coming up for me to heal is, you know, you look at all the things that, that is it worth working through to heal? Not is it work, worth working through to get another guy or to um, is it worth going through what I'm going through and not feeling good about myself? Is that worth it? Am I going to come out on the other side of this feeling good about myself? Yeah, but I also think our vibrations shift and changes too. And when we start to vibrate at different places, we start to vibrate and attract more of what like us. And you know, I just feel like I feel like I'm getting more in tune with what that is, and just by trying to let go of the outcome. That's true, and that's the cool part about the changing of the vibration. Is remember what I said about appreciation that. As long yeah. as you're appreciating something, just one thing about a person, then two things will happen. Either they vibrate there or it moves through them and it vibrates somewhere else. Either way, you get what you want. Yes, yes, I've experienced that. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it can be very painful for some people. You know, they really get attached to it. I want it to be this person. And if that person doesn't vibrate with you anymore, it can be very painful. Yeah, I I agree with that. (laughs) I get that. So, Susan, welcome. Are you back, Susan? Hey there. Yes, yes, I'm back. I'm back. Hey, honey, Sorry. we missed you there. You went away. Thank you. Went away. you. I did. I had to. I, it's funny because I had to, like, enjoy enjoy the, the journey with my daughter and my sister at the beach. <laughs> so <laughs> that's where I was. But um, I, what, what's happening with me is that I have um, I've gone through this whole I, – I decided that I'm going to end my business as it was and really kind of divorce my business partner. Um, so I'm going through a lot of a lot of changes right now, and I, I'm finding myself where I have a wide open road, and I have a little bit of time where I can just decide what I want to do with with my life. It's a very enviable position, I know, but there. Are, what I'm. What, it's funny because today I just totally just stopped, and I was like, I I really felt like I was stuck today, and. I was like, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? You know, and and um, so that's where I am right now. It, I I I'm I I'm looking at what my talents are, um, you know, what my experience is, and just trying to find uh, everything that's happening. Um, I'm looking at, at what's happening uh, and trying to really figure out where where I'm being led as far as what I'm supposed to do with my life. Well, the question of what I'm supposed to do with my life, let's reframe that as to uh, what journey do I want to live now? Mm. So, mm. you know, what what journey am I wanting to live on right now? And so attracting 
the perfect opportunity for you. And that's great. Yeah, you're right. Just be able to just sit back and go, okay, let's, what do I really want? You know, and what am I really yeah. wanting to attract? And what, how do I want to add value? That's always the first place I start. Yes. How do I want to show up in the world and, and where do I add value now? I start there. Where am I adding value right now? Uh-huh. And how do I want to increase that value? You know, how does that show up? And be open to all the signs that come to you for it. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that's a beautiful place to be. It's a very freeing place. And divorcing a business partner and shifting gears and doing either A, com- something completely different, or B, um, doing something completely, you know, doing it with a completely different person or just doing it by yourself, uh, it definitely can, uh, for some people, can be pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I I've gone there and then it's like, well, I know that this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm not supposed to be with that person anymore and um it is scary. It's totally uncharted territory. So I, I'm I'm just like my wide, eyes are wide open right now. And and I'm just I feel like I'm just looking every day I'm just like, Okay, who's going to show up in my life today and is this what I'm supposed to be doing? So so how do you answer yourself yes or no? Um, well, I look. What I'm doing is I'm looking to see what what has shown up, and really the it's really the feeling that I'm getting about the situation, um, whether I can see myself doing it. Um, it's really honestly, it's pretty vague right now. <laughs> it's pretty vague, so I hate to hone it. Well, um, but I, I know what, what I was going to suggest is there are yes. there are things that because if you're looking, um, things can come right into your face and you don't see them, you know, because we all have mm-hmm. these little blind spots. Or if you're open and not looking, and you're just allowing something to come into you, it's gonna your you let your emotions guide you. Um, I know that a lot of people like to make decisions based on logic. And mm-hmm. for, for me, it's it's a gut feeling that yeah. my intuition mm-hmm. always knows. My intuition is always right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of yeah. times I'll put the logic after that and I'll think, you know, this does not make any sense whatsoever. This is not logical. But my gut says yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sort of like yeah. muscle testing, you know. It's like well, that's how I do when I do muscle testing um, or – I do body um, questions, yes or no, and one one technique that I've used is if you stand by yourself and you close your eyes and you put your hands over your heart and you okay. cup them together and then you say whatever it is out loud, um, you know, this man or this job or this career or this whatever, and you just you think of it. And if your body moves forward, that's a yes. If your body moves backwards, that's a no. Wow. Wow, that's interesting. Okay. Try it and see. You know, it's, it's all right. Uh, it's up for, for some people. It works really, really well. Uh, and it, then some people. It works don't. for me. Yeah. Pardon? It works for me. I tried all the other ways and I couldn't get it, and that was the one that worked for me. 
Okay. All right. I'm going to try that. Yeah, because if, especially if you've got a wide open book, it's like, oh boy, now what do I do? Yeah. Exactly. Well, let's yeah. see. So the first question is, where can I show up? How can I add value? What am I doing now that's adding value? And how can I um, increase that? And mm-hmm. what do I love mm-hmm. to do? You know, what do I love yeah. to be? And how do I want to show up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those are all questions that I I just I have a notebook and and I'm just going through a whole bunch of different opportunities that have already presented themselves. So it's it's like I said, it's a great place to be, but it's definitely a scary place to be. So yeah, I'm just it's like, like okay, yeah, I'm really I'm really in, I'm enjoying the time, but it's just like you know, part of me is like I can't wait till the time's over because you know, and then you're talking about enjoying the journey, you know. <laughs> Well, the journey is like standing in front of um, an ice cream bar, and you get to try all these different uh, tastes and all these different kinds of ice cream. So the journey is standing there looking at all these ice creams and deciding, I'm going to try that one, 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 and that's the journey. Mm, Right, okay. And then we get we say, oh, I really like this one, so I'm going to have this one. So we try that for a while, and until it and if it stops adding value, then we can, you know, continue that journey for the next piece. Okay. All right. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. <laughs> Me too. That's exciting. <laughs> it is. Exciting. It's great. It's great. Okay. Transition is always All right. fun. Yeah. It's, but yeah. use the use the fear, use the fear and push and just allow that to motivate you to explore. Mm, okay. And trust your intuition. Okay. All right. All right, I'll do that. Great. Does anybody yeah, else want to share you. anything with Susan or anything else that they want to say about any of that or What's going on for them? I hear some background noise too. I don't know who that is, but that's probably me because I got a Barbie Barbie movie on for my daughter. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure we share the dates for Kids Power before we hang up. Oh, Diana. Yes, yes ma'am. So go go right ahead. Oh, okay. So we have set two new dates for Kids Power here in Fort Lauderdale, which Rainy knows um, all about the workshop. Well, we should call it, we call it a play shop. So we're doing the 6 to 11-year-olds on July 26th and 27th at Muse Arts in Fort Lauderdale, and then ages 12 to 17 on September 20th and 21st. So I would love for anybody, if you know any kids, um, Burge is, I hope, going to send out a mass email in the next couple of days, if not tomorrow. <laughs> right? With the flyer? Yes, I'll do that. And I would love if it, we just really need help spreading the word because it is a brand new level of the workshop. You know, how many times have we always said we wanted EOB for kids? If we learned this when we were little, um, how much could we have navigated better with the tools that, you know, a lot of us didn't even learn until our 30s and 40s? So I'm really passionate about um, 
it's succeeding, but it can only succeed if, if we have the help of our spiritual community to share it and get these kids in there. Um, we're working on scholarships for those who can't afford it. I don't know how much we'll have, but we always try to have scholarships for at least a, a couple of kids. And that's it. Very exciting. Yay. <laughs> and remember, we are having a workshop here this weekend in Atlanta. And uh, the, it's been building, and it's been an interesting ride and an interesting journey. Uh, awesome. With this, yeah. I've got so, 30 photos on it, but it only printed 360. Say that again. Hello? Was that Paulette? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that. Did anybody yeah, it was, but I muted. Oh. I muted it. What did you say? Okay, she, she she unmuted herself long enough to say I muted it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what she said. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so we're definitely going to have a powerhouse this weekend, and I want all of us to hold that um, for these new EO beings that are going to be birthing and creating more of value in the world. And just I want us to remember when we – to do, go ahead and make the goal. Go ahead and, and focus on what it is that you want, realizing that it could be that or something better. So it, it leaves it open for interpretation. And realizing that even though that is what we want, then that really isn't the essence. That really isn't what matters. What really matters is the journey and letting go of the attachment. And every, just remember, every time you let go of the attachment, you're creating your puzzle. I'm just trying to keep keep this in a visual for you that whenever you focus on a puzzle piece and you let go of that attachment to finding that puzzle piece, it opens up the whole entire puzzle for you to put together. And you have more fun, I think, you have more fun playing, and it's not so serious. Because I don't know about you, but when I'm creating a puzzle and I get really focused on it, I get really serious about i got to find that freaking piece. So if I let go of that particular piece and open myself up to see other things around it that I didn't even notice before, it makes it more playful, more peaceful, and I get to see the creation right in front of me. I get to create my, my puzzle piece. I get to create my puzzle of what I really want. And invariably, it is not the way that I first started out to create it. So do the work. You know, do your affirmations. Do your vision. Do your vision board. You know, feel into all of those um, techniques and ways to raise your vibration and to visualize, because remember quantum physics has now proven that the synapses in our brain doesn't know the difference between visualization and a reality. The actual brain function um, happens exactly the same way. The synapses in the brain fire exactly the same way. 
So intention and vision is powerful. And know that that or something better is coming our way. And any other things you guys want to say here in the last minute? Was this... Was this um... I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you on this call tonight because what you all said really hit me and I got a lot out of it. So thank you. Thank you, Burge, for this call and everyone on the call. And that was Dina. Thank you, Dina. Thank you, Birds. Thank you. Yeah, this is really nice. This is really helpful. You're welcome. This is good. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I want to do this. Do you think this is worth doing like uh, once a month? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think an hour is long enough? Well, it's never long enough with you, but <laughs> right. if you're going to make us pick a time. <laughs> I think it depends on how many people you actually have on the call. Like, this worked Yeah. for this amount of people, but if there were probably 10 more people, it may need to be longer. Yeah. Okay. Good to, good to know. Uh, so I just want to thank you guys for being on the call, Susan and Dina and Najla and Paulette, Rainey and Diana and Sue. Uh, having you, having your energy on this call really helped me. Mm. And yeah, so I'm doing this. I'm doing this kind of selfishly as well. So I get mm-hmm. out. I get out of. I get a lot out of uh, opening my mouth and listening as well. So thank you guys mm. and. Whatever journey you're on, remember, let go of the attachment and be at peace with whatever the outcome is because you know the universe is conspiring for us, not against us. Amen. Amen. All right. And let me turn off the